Okay, so we are podcast virgins. <laughs> yes. And I didn't ask if people had like um, cold names. Yes. <laughs> but I'm Sim. <laughs> and I'm T. Katie. Tiny. That's right. And so we're here on the go, um, live recording, at least for now. Uh, right in the Detroit area. And today we want to talk about pursuing your passion. You know, as a woman, uh, what it is that you want to go after, what it is that you desire, um, what does it take to get there? So I'm going to not start off to anybody, but anyone could jump in because T is next to me. We've been friends for a long time and she's been doing stuff. Since high school. <laughs> Can't say I've been too successful at it, but I've done a lot. Um, and I wish in the beginning after high school, over 20 blank, blank, blank years ago. I don't know. I think it was like <laughs> 17 or 18 years ago. I thought it was over 20. <laughs> Seems like forever. Um, I actually wanted to go to school to be a fashion journalist. And unfortunately, because I didn't pursue the passion, I ended up working for pretty much up until today's date, 2019. Ooh. I know. <laughs> and I'm miserable. <laughs> However, I still keep at it, trying to pursue different um, things, such as um, shout out to my own website, uh, Ready, Set, Glow, Michigan. Um, I'm a licensed esthetician. And you can find her on Instagram. What's that IG again? Um, Ready, Set, Glow, Michigan. And I am mobile. That's right. Tiny. Yeah. Tiny does a million things, too. Every blue moon. Too many. Too many. She hits me up on text message. Yes, (laughs) I do. Right now, um, I have the document in. And what I do is I um, work for a guardian company right now um, doing petitions, um, uh, petitions, um, placement. Uh, transportation. What type of petitions? Um, like when someone who is um, mentally unstable, I would say. I deal with a lot of patients that have uh, clients, I'm sorry, that has dementia. So legal petitions. Oh, okay. oh yeah, legal petitions. Okay. Yes. Power um, attorneys and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sorry? Power of attorneys. Oh, yeah, we do power of attorneys. Um we do document preparation from quick claim deeds to um, the petitions and stuff like that. I'm filling the business name, the document den. The mm-hmm. document den, yes. Uh, we're in, located in the city of Detroit, and uh, we're on East Warren. Um, I do copy facts, notary. You know, I, I try to do as much as I can, you know, to keep afloat. Nice. And that's what mm-hmm. I do. That's what's up. Yes. KD. KD doesn't have any side businesses right now. That's okay. But what is your passion? That's hard. My passion is just not to work for anybody. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It's not to work for anybody, but my problem is I like consistency. I like being able to pay my bills, you know, on a regular and stuff. So it's hard to... um. Just jump off and try to do something without knowing how it's going to turn out. So, you know, 
that's what I wanted to talk about is it is it the the fear of the unknown of like what if I leave this it. comfortable mm-hmm. your comfort zone yeah because if we were honest like most of us I think if we were being honest um if we were to hustle we probably could hustle up what we make in anyway right yeah. true you know working at like just some regular company and uh you probably could hustle that and then some right I agree. Yeah. yeah so it's usually like the fear factor uh i met someone uh, a couple of days ago who was in town for training and they work for like the government and he was saying how miserable he was him and his family living in, i think they were living in virginia and working, I think, for the Navy. And uh, he was like, I was just miserable. I wanted to go home. He's from New Jersey. And he said he went back to New Jersey, got his kids in school. And he's like, I'm feeling a lot better. But he says it was two years ago. And then he said, but now I'm feeling this restlessness. Mm-hmm. And he said, I really just want to do my own thing. And he was like, like, be like a software consultant or something of that nature is what he did, something in IT. And he said, I'm just feeling restless. I just don't know how to go about it. But he said, I just can't see working in this environment for uh, like another 10 years. Yeah. He said, I feel like it messed up my social skills. He was like, I'm the, the top secret stuff. He's like, you can't talk to anybody. You can't, you know, he said, an average person can talk about what they do for work. He said, I can't talk about anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I think that when you get fed up or when you get there, you're going to want to. Just break away and go on to stop. Right. Yeah. So, like, is that what it takes? Well, I didn't have a choice. I got fired from my job. So, oh, so uh, it turned I out had, to be a blessing. I, exactly. Mm-hmm. I had to get out there, you know, and make stuff happen. So, do you feel like, I feel like Detroit is full of people with drive. We are. Yeah. It's I a agree. real driven city. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be most people's case. Because they're trying to get a job and they can't. So they just feel like I have to do something yeah, to make it happen. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, there's a million, like, legal side hustles going on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, outside of the and illegal. a million and one illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to get out there, though, you know, and just have the drive. You got to have the drive. You have to push yourself. You have to market yourself. I mean, it's a lot of things, you know, involved with just getting out there and, you know, trying to make things happen. And if one thing don't work, you got to try something else. So um, how long have you had the document then? I've been having the document then since October of 2018. I started off was going to do, you know, like I said before, copy facts, notary, document preparation. But then it evolved to this, um, you know, doing the petitions and working for a guardian company. So I'm a I'm a contractor and um, I work all over the, you know, metropolitan Detroit area. It's a lot of things, you know, it's a lot of driving and stuff, but I deal directly with people. Because I'm a people person. so. And where and could it. the listeners um, find you again? On East Warren in Detroit, 17830 East Warren. Okay. That's right. Right in the heart of the city. So you could support the document, Dan. 
Yes. Got a notary. You don't have to go and go off to some. Where do you get stuff notarized? At a bank? A legal service? A a library? Find somebody. (laughs) G-O-O-G-L-E. Right. (laughs) But now they go to the document then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I don't have a story for you guys either. I um I don't. I don't feel like I've tried many things. I used to try to do hair back in the day when I was in high school. The jury thing I end up wearing most of it. I sold the rest, yeah. you know. Um, so I think with with me and motivation, I just I think about something and then I'm really into it. And as as much as I'm into it, I was as fast I'm out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That so a lot, though. Mm-hmm. I can think I tend to waste a lot of money. Like uh, KD, you remember when I bought the the salon chair? Yeah. And a hair dryer ended up in my basement. Yeah, it ended up in Katie's basement. <laughs> Where is it now? It's still in our basement. Yeah, oh. Gave it to somebody who actually no. utilized oh. it, right? That's after my sewer backed up and it all hang away oh. out the basement. So. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, with the <laughs> jury, story. I think I did a website. And I thought that I was going to build the website. And then I felt like, oh, this is too hard. I know it was going to be this hard. You know, the commercials for GoDaddy made it seem so easy. <laughs> I know I was doing there um, I'm on and off social media. So that's another issue. I'll be on social media for a minute and then I'll disappear for months. Okay. So I don't have a Facebook page anymore. Because Facebook now let you delete your profile. And so I deleted my profile. Um, and I spent money on a website, on a name, the domain name, and boxes to put the jury in. And then as I was getting the jury in, I kind of wanted to wear everything. Mm. I was just like, this is so cute. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> I think I wear this out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> right. I got yeah. pictures of me in the jury, but not me pushing the jury. Yeah. So I, I think with me, it's just like, I don't know what would make me motivated. Would it be me losing my job? But I feel like I probably would just go look for another one. It's almost mm-hmm. a, yeah. it's like a mentality thing. I feel like I'm so conditioned. Yeah, I'm conditioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that I'm so used to getting allowance. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what to do. What is like to be on my own? I'm so used to, you know, hey, we'll give you money every month. And in exchange, you can have as many days off. Mm-hmm. It is right. crazy. Yeah. It is very yeah, backwards yeah. mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So outside of that, so what do you think your passion is? Oh, I like to travel. And I know people say that all the time. But um, so how could you turn it into a business? I don't know. I, lately, and I know this is crazy, I just been looking at moving to the DRC or Ghana or Nigeria. I have literally been online. Really? So the DRC is a bit dangerous, but it's just the fact that I want to say that I've been to the Democratic Republic of Congo. (laughs) But it's very dangerous. It's just too unstable. Okay. You think people crazy in the D. (laughs) You think our people is crazy in the D. It's off the chain in the DRC. So I was looking it up, and there's no vacation packages. And when you Google it, it's kind of like nothing but warnings. Yeah. Mm. And um, I was looking it up a couple of days ago. 
and they had this woman hostage for 500 oh, yeah. grand. Oh, yeah. After um, doing, mm-hmm. what do you yeah. call those things? The safaris. Oh, oh goodness. Yeah, the government right. say that what, they're not paying. They don't do that. Yeah. They mm-hmm. don't negotiate with terrorists. That's most Western societies do not negotiate with terrorists, so they don't pay. And uh, But I do want to go to Nigeria and Ghana. Ghana has vacation packages. I was just looking it up. I see all these beautiful black people laying on a beach, and I say, I just want to be somewhere mm-hmm. where it's 100% black. I want to experience that because mm-hmm. I never have. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I had lunch with a girlfriend a day, and I was asking her, hey, next time you go to uh, Nigeria, I said, I want to go. Okay, cool. So it's more like, it's not, I guess it's not the money thing. It's more of, right, the passion. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? What do you yeah, enjoy? Yeah, what's going to make you happy? Because I don't, money, I I think I'll still have the same problems today. I still have the same issues today. Yeah. Uh, even if I could pay for people to take care of some of these issues, um, like take care of my family, be there for them. Mm-hmm. If there's still issues, there's still issues. But there's right. things that I just want to do to make me happy. So traveling makes me happy. Um, if I didn't have to go to work, that'll make me happy. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I got good colleagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would have to always do something. I couldn't just be in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not doing nothing. Not doing yeah. anything. And I'm not a big time partier. I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm not. Despite having going out every <laughs> you want to go here, you're not right. a big time party. I'm not no. a big time partier. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like I like being out. Mm-hmm. I do like to be out the house. But yeah. the things that I, what I invite you to tea, <laughs> come on, drinks and design. <laughs> I know you guys ever been to trade drinks and design. It's the type of stuff that I like. Yeah. So it's going to be on the lane end of some. It's not like I'm like let's hit Amex tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you want to go to drink some design? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> no show. I know. <laughs> I got to well, get it together. I, I got a um, 320 square foot house that I'm currently um, rehabbing, and I want to turn it into an Airbnb. 320 square a feet. A tiny house? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. A tiny yeah. house. Tiny house. You tiny get house. It? Yeah. yeah. Get it. Hey. <laughs> the tiny homes community. Is it off the lodge with the rest of those tiny no, homes? No, it's not. It's in Hamtramck. And actually, it's um, right at the, the hill, you know, where you go under the, um, the what the train, the, what is yeah. it, the bridge? Mm-hmm. It's right there. It sits on a hill. It's across the street from a park. And they're about to, um, it's a stadium over there as well. And they're about to redo the stadium. So I thought about the Airbnb. That's what I want to do. But then I also thought about turning it into a kitchen. What kind of kitchen? Well, just a big kitchen where people can rent this kitchen and cook their food and sell their food. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That is. So I'm kind of like caught between the two. Oh, that's good. I think that's another issue. Like you have so many ideas. Mm-hmm. You don't know which one to pursue. Right. You know, Katie has a home. Also, when she just bought that up, I now I oh, think wow. that I got I got a home too that I'm a supposed Reno, to be yeah. rehabbing. Oh my god! So yeah. I think I just yeah. had the porch step done. That's as much as I've done today, and I had the uh, the blight cleaned up. Uh, 
that's another topic. Oh, yeah. City of Detroit mm-hmm. and their tickets mm-hmm. that they kicking out, mm-hmm. but they didn't kick out to Maddie Maroon and the train station that said abandoned for years. But exactly, right. they muscled up the courage to pull me into a hearing mm-hmm. about a little house mm-hmm. on the east side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they do. Go after the little people. What about your home, Katie? It's ready. We can put some people in there. Uh. Oh, I yeah. wish uh, they got the heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do they? Mm-hmm. So no, it's not ready. It's not anything. It's just there. You know. Okay. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed thinking about it. Yeah. Like it's so much that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. I don't know where to start. Yeah. You know. You start with. A, I got a an idea. No, I got an idea. I got. I got my end game. <laughs> in my head of what I want it to be. Oh, you work backwards then. You know, I just want to rent the rooms out. You know? Okay. Yeah. But it's so much work. Yeah. That needs to be done. Yeah. It's usually, <laughs> it's, sometimes stuff is more than what you think it is. No. Right? Well, so, like on. that basement, did you go in there? You I didn't did go not. in there I heard with about us. It. It's yes. Water. Yes. That's minor. We're, no, water is not minor. I have a fire damaged home. That's minor. Well, well I have a good plumber minor. for you if you need one. Do you? Yeah, because yeah. I I got a house on the east side that the bait when I I bought it from the land bank. Yeah, and when I opened the door, the basement was full of water. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you buy these houses, you know they look good from the outside. You go in and it's just. So I walk through the front room, and there's a hole in the ceiling. A humongous hole in the ceiling. Well, that's just drywall. You know, yeah, that's just drywall. But where did the hole come from? Water damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we go in the basement, and so I guess what would what would get you to be back focused on getting the house together because I feel like so if you one, bring it up to you that just having you the money location. yeah just having all the money to get it done at once right mm-hmm. so a fear is starting on it and then having people strip it yeah that's always a possibility a real possibility. you know mm-hmm. starting on it or having somebody come set it on fire just some stupid stuff yeah. you know because these things happen and then it's just like oh what would be the best case, though, scenario? So looking at the worst case. No, it's not looking at the worst case. It's just being realistic. You know? Real, your reality doesn't have to be so pessimistic. It's not pessimistic. It's reality. <laughs> like, these things are happening. <laughs> That's what it is. So you're basically not wanting to put money into a project because deep down inside you think something's going to go wrong. Somewhere. So I don't have all the funds to put into it, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't want to partially do anything. I understand. Was is it? Well, so when do you think you feel like you may actually step out on faith? Because <laughs> I, I what I realize with um, what I realize with working, I feel like if working a regular job, you'll never. I feel like you will probably not get to where you would like to be for the average person. I'm not saying uh, if you're going to start Facebook or Instagram or something like that, or you're a VP over there, but I'm just saying the regular average person, 
um, is always going to run into, I don't have money for this. I don't have money for that. And I think in Detroit, we're notorious for saying that. Some mm-hmm. people are. These the same people be like, I don't have money for this. I don't have money for that. They got fly nails. Mm-hmm. They got, you mm-hmm. know, the $600 lace front, and you can't even tell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they'll yeah. be saying, like, I don't have money for this or that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was um, in the process of getting a mortgage, actually, uh, to rehab my house. I was, like, this close to closing, and I got fired. So I tried to be slick. I'm not going to tell them I got fired. I'm about to close on this mortgage. And I'm, like, rushing them. Hurry, hurry, hurry. And then one day she was like, well, um, we uh, pulled your record and they said you don't work there anymore. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. So that kind of like collapsed, you know, the mortgage that I was getting on the house. And I just been stalling the land bank because, you know, they be on you about fixing these houses yeah. up. And it's only been, what, almost three years? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I, you know, been had a lot of vandalism. They just keep breaking in the house. It's nothing in the house. But they keep breaking in there. They take the boards, I guess, mm-hmm. to use it for another house. And I just, you know, it's like a money pit right now. I got two holes in the roof. And I'm. it's just sitting there. And I, I can't do anything. Anything. It's, and so there's no one around this house. Because it just sounds like it's in an odd location. Because you well, said it's on the hill. It's no, this is a different it. house. This house on Houston went here. Oh, Tiny wow. is balling. Yeah, yeah she's doing something <laughs> everything. I, you know, <laughs> you know, I was going to turn this house into a group home. Though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's what I want to do. But, you know, I don't have the funding right now. I don't want to cash out my 401k because yeah. the penalties is too much, you know. Yeah. So I'm like stuck right now. Waiting on my knight in shining armor to come through. Oh, <laughs> that's another topic. <laughs> you know? Yes. Let's talk mass incarceration. What are your thoughts on that, Tiny? That is a huge topic. It is huge. It is huge. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's right to just lock people up um, forever because it doesn't take long to rehabilitate someone. Mm -hmm. And to give someone that you're trying to rehabilitate, quote unquote, um, 20 years, it doesn't take that long. And I I just, I don't like it. It's wrong. you know, racism still exists. Um, yeah. I just saw uh, a video. Of, I think the guy was in Denver. He was picking up trash in front of his house with a, a litter picker. And the police had his hand on the gun talking about putting down the weapon. Wow. And he was like, you see me picking up this trash. This is not a weapon. Oh, wow. yeah. And then called like three other cop cars for backup. Which is kind of why I was. Yeah. Talk about a lighter topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to put pension. it out there because, um, you know, just because there is a lot of injustices when it comes to mass incarceration, especially with African-American people. Um, and I think that uh, Kim Kardashian, shout out to her for being able to help. Yes. A small percentage of the people has been locked up for years due to the, you know, mandatory drug laws. But there's a lot of people who have been in position to be able to help with that and haven't. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So are they supposed to? I mean, they're they're not supposed to, but now they're jumping on her bandwagon. Speaking oh. prison reform, prison reform, um, a lot of rappers, but they're not making it happen. She is. She's getting people out. She's paying for people's housing. So she's actually taking initiative when the others are just talking, talking. about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what have you done, though? Have you started a petition? No. However, I have been supporting a lot of inmates throughout the course of my life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Whether it's uh, mental, financially, I've done a lot because I know a lot of people who's been incarcerated. Shout out to Ace Capone out of Philly. Um, Also, shout out to MG, who's currently locked up in Macomb County Jail. Um, It's just, it's a sad situation. And but it's such a it's such a huge topic because mm-hmm. when I saw that you sent it, I was just like, that's a whole, that's a huge topic. That's a whole it's, another. It's people profiting off of it. Oh yeah, Bob Barker. Um, yeah, no one wants Barker to. Jordan. Like no one wow. wants to get out of it because to them is is a business. It is definitely a business. It is a business. It's For a sure. business. It is. Um, it's huge injustices. Anybody know me know that I could be a Debbie Downer if you look at my actual podcast list is like probably like 17 criminal shows i watch crime shows <laughs> all day yes. yeah i listen to this yeah. stuff to get me through the day and the injustices are unbelievable mm-hmm. just yeah. how people are prosecuted yeah um yeah, people like, can be at work and have 30 witnesses and you still have a jury say that they're guilty is it's just like unbelievable. Right. Oh yeah. And so it's just like what do you do to how can you speak, I guess, to the heart of people when you have they call it a jury of your peers, right? We're we're uh, from Detroit. And if you could be on trial in Detroit and your peers are from all over the place because it's county. Right. Yes. So it's not like you're going to be judged by a jury of 12 from the neighborhood or from just Detroit or who just look like you. Because there is something about people being familiar with you and being familiar with their people to to could really be able to discern if a crime has really occurred. Exactly. Opposed think- to people being from the outside and just looking at you mm-hmm. and yeah. just saying... Because no, it's, it's just based criminal. on right. their opinion and not the facts, mm-hmm. you know? Right. But <laughs> this is how I got out of jury duty the last time. It's because I don't believe in the justice system. And I told the judge that. <laughs> and the prosecutor and the other attorney, they was just like, a jury number so-and-so is excused. Yep, get out. <laughs> so, get out now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. But do you feel like you might have just let somebody down? Because you, no. you weren't on there. No, I don't. Like, for this case, it was a domestic violence case. And um, what happened? The lady, boyfriend, beat her up. She called the police. They came. And then she dropped the charges. Mm-hmm. And then the prosecutor was just like, no, we're going to charge him. Oh, yeah. That's a Michigan so, thing. Yeah. I was just mm-hmm. like... Um, but she dropped the charges, so she's still going to be with this guy anyway. But you don't know that. She you know? could have dropped the charges because of threats. He could have threatened her. 
Right. Um, right. We just had a recent, it was a young lady recently killed on the east side. Right. Oh, the yeah. carjacking thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just because she went forward with um, testifying, testifying yeah. at a hearing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you don't know why why people drop charges. I mean, he could have her his family, you know, yeah. making calls. If you don't drop those charges until her, it might not have been worth it. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, well, hell, I'll drop the charges. Just, I just need his family to back up off me. I need him to quit calling me and threaten. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, you Mm -hmm. never know. That could have been an opportunity to get his crazy butt off the street, right? If that's where the evidence would have went, you know, if he was really guilty of something. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that I, I talked to a friend a couple of months ago and he said that they got someone off of, um, he acquit, they acquitted someone of murder. But he said he had to explain to these other Caucasian people that was from Taylor and other parts of Wayne County that, mm-hmm. listen, this person was defending themselves mm-hmm. because they wanted to find the guy guilty. And he said he had to keep it. He was the only one in there. And that's what I'm saying. You mm-hmm. never know how you can affect the chain. Mm-hmm. He yeah. said, I'm the only one in there. He wasn't the only black person. But he said he was the only one in there like, listen, I know a difference between somebody who's just a murderer and somebody who's defending themselves. Yeah. And you looking at him just because he's black as he's just a murderer. You know, he said he had to explain, like, listen, this guy was about to get robbed. Everything he says, this guy was trying to rob him. And he defended himself. Mm-hmm. So this is not some right. just cold Random. murder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he said, I got him to quit him. But he's like, man, he was like, they just, like, really didn't want to. Yeah. He's like, they were just ready, like, hey, he guilty. Right. Just because had he not done that. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was dope. So they wanted to convict him on the color of his skin? More than likely. Yeah. Because he was just like, what part weren't they hearing? Mm-hmm. He's like, if you listen to the story, how are you going to conclude that this is just a cold-blooded a murder. murder? Right. Wow. And they better not never pick me for part. jury duty because I'm going <laughs> I'm gonna be that long juror <laughs> where we just can't reach a <laughs> verdict. <laughs> like, nope, nope. Yeah. I don't care what kind of ep- nope. <laughs> That's a, it is an epidemic. It is. Uh, it's quite sad. Um, I think just the plight of black people. Period. Yeah, it's really sad. It's like you can't do anything. You can't have anything. You can't go anywhere. It's almost like I'm afraid to road trip it with a brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, I never thought I would live in those days. I thought I would just watch movies about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear people talk about the past, but not actually have to live in it and, and see all these terrible things happen. Yeah. What so, else, ladies? <laughs> who's single? Where is she at? I'm We're single. missing someone because someone wanted to talk about this. Uh, yeah. She bagged <laughs> out. Oh. Mm-hmm. Talk about what? Who's single? single? I've been single since August 2017. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got rid of that. What? You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Wonderful. We friends, though. We cool. We hang out. And you can be friends He roll with me when I work, you know. So why y'all break up then? I got tired of him. (laughs) He's tired. We out, you know, we grew apart. 
We grew mm-hmm. apart. So it was best before I went to jail <laughs> for murder. <laughs> so, yeah, but you know, we we get along better now than we did when we was married. But we don't like I don't mess with them or anything like that. We just cool. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that's the best. Yeah, Yeah. people grow apart all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they have someone talk about not trying to make it work. Yeah, I did yeah. that. Is that a terrible thing to say? Because I just, I just, I hear people trying to make it work all the time, and I just, I'm just one of those people that just do not understand. Yeah, <laughs> the trying to make it work. Part. Trying to make it work. Yeah. I don't. I do. I lack attentiveness naturally. Mm-hmm. But and and I do understand the relationships, even friendships. Right. Yeah. Me and Tisha have been friends for years. Years. And we don't broke up a lot though. Yeah. We and we get our, right back together. We have our girlfriend breakups, like yeah. deuces, mm-hmm. you know. But I think, like, being a friend, you shouldn't have to work that hard. And I feel the same way about every relationship. I feel that way about professional relationships, oh, yeah. romantic oh, yeah. relationships. You know, it's you don't have to work that hard. But I think that is the eye of the beholder. Yeah. This is it a lot of work, Katie? KD. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a lot of patience is what it is. Um, I don't know. I feel like that too, though. But you don't have to. Like, it's patience, like, waiting for him to stop cheating. Not what? It's patience to to wait on that. (laughs) Because people say patient. Are you trying to just like, oh, you know, I know that he's going to stop messing around. I just have to be patient. Or I know that he's going to get a job. No, 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 no. It's got to be patient. Well, it depends. I thought we were about friends. (laughs) (laughs) Relationships. Well, I thought we were talking about being single. And we are. That's part of relationships. (laughs) But guess what? I find myself, I can't get a date. I don't date. I, I got more... Hit people hit on me more when I was married mm-hmm. than single. People like to, um, what do you call that in the Bible? The Ten Commandments: Thou shalt not Help sleep with another man's wife. <laughs> adultery. <No. Right. laughs> Thou shalt not. Sorry, with a C. Covet. Com- yeah. Oh. People like the covet. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. People love the covet. Oh, they yeah. like to have what somebody else already mm, has. Is usually more attractive. Yeah. Yeah. And it's less work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> when you're dealing with somebody, like yeah. she's capable mm-hmm. of settling because she's already married. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's easier. Yeah. Like, I just need to take that. So when I was saying patience, I guess it, it depends on everybody else's different situation. But just um, working with somebody, seeing if you are really compatible and... The things that I got a lot of pet peeves, Mm. you know, so being patient, working on my pet peeves to see if he will stop doing it. (laughs) You know, I'm not talking about as far as cheating. I just Mm -hmm. my thing is I can be by myself off the bathroom floor. Just simple stuff. (laughs) Take the trash out. Are you going to put your glasses on when you're driving? (laughs) Because we always getting lost, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It just be simple yeah. stuff. Yeah. But um, my thing is, I had been by myself a long time, so I don't, I don't, I don't. What are we talking about working it out? Mm-hmm. Putting in that work, putting in work. It 
seems like, um, would it be worth it? You know, but most of my time is, hey, I've been by myself all this time. Like, I don't need to put in the work then. (laughs) You know, what about moving to the next level, though? So, like, without, uh, what do they say? No risk, no reward. Right. So it's kind of like, I don't really want to waste my time, you know, risk wasting my time with somebody that may not even be for me or um, trying to befriend this person. Because I, I don't really care if we friend You know what I mean? Well, like, that's a conversation you got to have to see if both of y'all are willing to go to the next level. Everybody don't want to get married. Somebody just want a partner, just want somebody to hang out with. Just, you want multiple partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, but that's a conversation you got to have. You know? But you know right off the rip if it's going to work or not. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you? Yeah, you just know. You know. I don't know. Because I be meeting people and I be, what did I say, Tisha? Me and Tisha say this all the time. T. <laughs> okay. What like, do we say all the time? <laughs> I love him. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love him. Him <laughs> within an hour, right? Yeah, but nope. you're just going off appearance. No, no it's the some it's, type it's of a vibe personality. It's their characteristic. It's something yeah. about them. Really, mm-hmm. it's not just the looks. It's just it might be how they talk. Mm-hmm. Or how commanding they were. Like mm-hmm. get over here. You for me? Like. Okay. Okay. Skip right over, huh? Right. And then 48 hours later, he the worst. (laughs) Sometimes not even 48. (laughs) It happens. Yeah. But being single is not a bad thing. It's I think it's just a cycle. It's a cycle. I mean, I know I like my freedom. I darn near beg for it. I'm single and I'm begging for my own freedom. Mm. <laughs> wow. How, oh my God. That's uh, rough. How was that possible? Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> you silly. Well, but you then, know. you know, yeah, it's always the catch 22. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if I didn't have that problem? Yeah. yeah. Then you it'll know, be another complaint. It'll be another complaint. Mm, like yeah. nobody checking for me. Yep. Nobody want to be around. Nobody want to do anything for me. So yeah, it's about balance. But I think single is just a cycle. I like that. a lot of people don't stay there. Mm-hmm. It's cyclical. Yeah, I went out with one of my um, ex coworkers. So you she didn't cons- have a date? No, it's a girl. Oh. She considered me a friend. It was her birthday, so we went and had breakfast, and she said that she don't want to be in a relationship. She says she's selfish. She don't see herself ever being in a relationship. You know, and me, I'm I'm the exact opposite. I was married twice. Um, my second marriage was what twenty five years. Wow. You know, but we just grew apart. So now I'm single, but I don't party. So I don't like. Where am I going to find somebody? I think I Would you want to get married tiny again? A couple of times yeah. on the street. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Home Depot. I hear it's exactly. a lot of men. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I met a, this guy. Gave me his card at Home Depot. He was cute, but he had those eyes. Oh, I was like the oh, killer uh, eyes, the, the killer crazy eyes, eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. killer eyes. Like what? Like, like for real? Like, 
No, blanks. Just always looking at you crazy. Oh, no. You never seen no guy. I I never called him to do no work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Funny. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. No. But, no, uh, Shaka Khan was here at uh, River Days one year. And you know, guys were yelling like, oh, you look good, baby. I want to be with you. <laughs> and she was just like, uh-uh. She was like, I am single. She's like, I ain't getting with nobody else. <laughs> like she, she said she was done. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I, I remember thinking, like, I feel her. You be getting, you know, some of these brothers will wear you out. You be like, uh, I'm, I'm good. As far as relationships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you still be wanting to see him. You can have friends yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Look at Katie. I'm going to get there. <laughs> I'm going to get there. Yeah, so. So what is it? Is it that you feel like you just haven't ran across the right person? Who? You. You You said. talking about that... Oh. You um, was agreeing with what Shaka said, Shaka Khan. No, I think that um, I ran across quite a, a couple of cool people. Potentials. Yeah, I've had good people in my life, you know. But I do like, I think I just like my, I like my, I like having some freedom. It's not that I want to be single. So do you think you'll get married again? Ain't nobody trying to ask me to get married right now. <laughs> You never know. Eventually. It may happen. Quit being pessimistic. (laughs) Put it in the universe. (laughs) So, no. So, actually, and this is probably a terrible thing to say. Like, even when I was married before, I remember having this fear of, like, I can't, I can't do this. And I was thinking, like, it's this thing about having vision. When I called you pessimistic, it is this thing about if you don't have this vision, like I couldn't see us getting old together. And I remember that before mm. I got married. Oh. I couldn't see us growing old together. Yeah. And I remember having a conversation with my aunt saying, I'm going to move back to the city and he's trying to make me sell everything and I ain't going to even have a bed to sleep in. And I remember just being with him and thinking like, is this it? Mm. And so I guess that's heavy. Yeah, mm-hmm. meeting someone where I don't feel like is this gonna be it for me? Because mm-hmm. I think men be feeling like only they think that way. Mm-hmm. But then you know you run into a couple of me and my friends. Exactly. You know, and I'm I'm hundred percent a woman, and I be feeling like is this gonna be it? You know, I just be feeling just like. Mike could do, I don't want to say better. I just feel like I could do a little bit differently and where I could be with someone where I don't have this feeling. And that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Not this right. settled feeling. Yeah. Where you se- yeah. Not just mm-hmm. settling, but mm-hmm. um, where you just have this uncertainty. I, I want to feel certain. Yeah. Yeah. And not question it. And yeah. if it didn't work out, I want to be surprised. Not. Because yeah. I couldn't see it anyway. Mm. Maybe they don't need to air this. Have <laughs> 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 right. them edit this out. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep all the content. 
Yeah. What about you, T? Yeah. I I just um, followed Deepak Chopra and tried to stay <laughs> peaceful <laughs> in my head. And um, I don't know. I just want to, I don't know. I met quite a few people in my life, but I never really liked anyone. What? Not even my daughter's father. I didn't like him. <laughs> In real life, I just uh, it just I, happened. Huh? It was just a, a sex thing, and then I had a kid, and then that lasted ten years. And then I woke up like I don't even like you, <laughs> you know. Like what was wrong with me? And then I just got comfortable, you know. Mm. I wasted all my youthful years for nothing. I know. I was trying to reach out and tell you, Cassie, you did. You kill did. Cassie about Dizzy. Like, girl, don't let her, don't let her waste your thirty. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, look, look at it. What happened? Yeah. Do not let her waste your. 30s. I stayed with my husband five years. I was ready to leave, but I stayed with him five additional years. It takes uh, takes time to get out of stuff, though. I Ooh. think that's most people who get divorced. They'll tell you, like, their relationship ended a long time ago. Yeah. People know what I'm talking about because yeah. you meet people, husbands and wives in the club or at the mm-hmm. bar, and they be talking about how unhappy they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it takes a while to leave your comfort zone. Yeah. It's usually, it's a lot when you're married. You have all this stuff together. Man. Mm. You tell know, me you, about talk, it. you be wanting to go to a house and not an apartment. Want to pull up in your garage and not a carport? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the people living apartments with carports. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, no, but you know it's a it's a change. But I do feel like I feel like people, yeah, definitely can outgrow each other. So with that, I think we have like a couple more minutes. How mm-hmm. do you guys? Do you guys think that monogamy is natural? I think that it can be, but a lot of people just don't live that way. I don't think it's natural. No. I think it's natural. I think think, it can be. I think people are just attracted to multiple people. Yeah, I think think that it's not natural. I I feel like... um, if of steak and mashed potatoes and broccoli was on my plate every day, I would get bored and be like, damn it, where's the chicken? I want some fried chicken. Third <laughs> <laughs> <Stir> the pot. <laughs> but it, it wouldn't be every other day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I could eat the same meal for a few years and then I'm, then you you know, get tired like of I'm it. tired of it. Right. And I think that that's natural. So I think it's a discipline, especially as women. Mm-hmm. Because we're usually raised like that from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. To just, you know, focus on this one person, this one thing. Well, this day and time, all kind of things are going on. All kinds. Like what? Like, you know, the girls go with the girls. And, I mean, it's been, it's it's more free now, you know. It is. They don't hide it anymore, you know. I mean, these little girls, these girls are aggressive. Like, oh, my kid yeah. tells me stories. Yeah. The younger ones, you mean? High schoolers. High school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I go to my daughter's school like, and I'd be what? like, what? <laughs> what? Yes. And I walk past like, okay. You know. Yeah. And then it's, it it's just nothing. She yeah. said, um, it was, what is it, Snapchat or mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. It was a 
video. They watching the video in class of some little boy. So they passing the phone around. And this one little girl was like, yeah, I top him off. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was just like, what? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're definitely I was just like, you know off. what that means? <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> I used to, I went to a Luke Skywalker concert when I was 14. Hey. I won tickets off the radio. Um, and uh, JT Money, you know, shake what your mama gave you. Yes, yeah. yes. He rapped about me. I made him yeah. on stage. He did a rap about me. Oh, and he was twerking. I tell you, I wasn't twerking. Oh, I wasn't no. twerking then. He was no, he was was talking about how skinny I was. So that was way back in the day. Oh, yeah. But um, I would think that I was listening to his music, and I would repeat. I had no idea. <laughs> What he was talking about? What I, you know, and I always thought, um, I want to rock, I want to rock. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an epic song. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea what he was talking mm-hmm. about. What they talking about? Uh, topping off. What? It's just talking about all types of <laughs> stuff that, you know, when you that age. I didn't really pay attention. Oh, yeah. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. You know what I mean? Wow. What the hell was I doing at that concert? <laughs> right. At 14. At 14. Yeah. yeah. And y'all wondering how these girls keep me R. Kelly. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, Maxie's used to be on Telegraph, and I took... Luke was here and he was having a pop that pussy contest. I was like, come on, you gonna get in this contest. So I take one of my friends to the contest and I end up seeing this guy that I knew. So he was like, come on, we going backstage. So we go like upstairs in Maxie's. You go in the back and you go upstairs. So they were all talking about going to Dearborn to the Hyatt Regency. We party and okay, we rolling. Girl, I got out there, got in a limo. Got out there to the hotel, went upstairs. That's when I seen Biggie Smalls. And um he was like, I'm I'm fucking two at a time. And I was like, What? what? <laughs> I was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I didn't have a ride. <laughs> I'm way out here in Dearborn, nope. you know. <laughs> no, no ride. What? Yeah, so I end up getting in a limo with this guy and this girl and um, they dropped me off, but I was like, I'm out of here. And this ain't my type of party. <laughs> yep. So did your friend stay? No, she never went. She oh, had her own car. Okay. I told her, drive follow us. She yeah. never showed up. Yep. Oh, so okay. um Wrapping it up, I wanted to thank you, ladies, thank for raising. Oh. All right, we'll check you guys out next time. Next time. Next, next time. time. That was fun.